Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Warning. The following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spook. Girls, true crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you Spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite gal pal, Tara. Hey, Spooksters. Ooh, sorry. This week, we are excited because <laughs> my mouth stopped. Sorry. Sorry, my mouth stopped working, guys. It just didn't... I was like, did you forget what we were doing? No. So I was about to be like, it's this, Jess. It's fine. No, my mouth just stopped working. It's fine. So this week, we are tackling another I think this is kind of a fan favorite. We did these like last year. We've done we've done two previous episodes and Tara and I got a little obsessed with them. And so then we were like, maybe we should cool it for a hot minute or this podcast is going to become the <laughs> Japanese ghost podcast. But um, we're back <laughs> with more Japanese ghost <laughs> stories and folklore and tales about that. But before we dive into those, we're going to do our business real quick and then, you know, tell you about the ghosties. So if you want to hang out with us on social media, you can do so by heading over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Three Spooked Girls. If you want to be part of a deeper dive community with other spooksters, definitely check out our Facebook group. It's Three Spooked Girls Official. On Facebook, obviously, you go hang out. There's book club. We talk about all these other things and whatnot. And I love it because every once in a while, I mean, for me, it's like I'll go in there and be like, oh my God, that's such a great idea for the group. And then I realize that the group has already like suggested it. <laughs> so it's great. I would head over there. That's how you can find lots of fun things that we do as a community. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash three spooked girls. We're heading the link in the link tree below. And for little as a dollar, you get a bonus episode $5 and up. Get more content to $10. Get to pick an episode and have it dedicated to you. So if you're like, mm, I want the girls to tell me a story that I chose. Like if you're sitting there and you're like, this is what I want. This is this is the way to make that happen. Mm. That's the place to be. Yeah, it yes. is the place to be. Also, if you are part of the tick the Tiki Talk or the TikTok community or viewing community, you should definitely head over to Tara's TikTok. It has way more stuff and it's more fun than mine. Mine I don't think I've posted in like a, like three months. I don't know. It's random. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. 
But hers is spooky underscore sleuth, and she puts out content all of the time. I'm going to say daily, but sometimes I feel like it's multiple times a day. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Since I started my big girl job, I I aim for every other day. But then there's certain days it's like, oh, here's like five. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. And then with me, it's more like, oh, I haven't posted in five months. Here's this random thing I said. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's just it's just hard to. I don't think people realize, like, well, besides other creators, how hard it is. There's no way I could do a different case every single day. Like, right. it's just not possible. So, <laughs> yes. I was having a conversation <laughs> with a person who was like, so do you just, like, know all of this stuff? And I'm like, no. It's like, I have to spend hours researching every time we <laughs> do an episode. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish I was just, like, an encyclopedia that I could just have the information <sighs> already embedded into me. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I'm the most forgetful person in the world, so it's fine. (laughs) Me too. Tara and I always talk about that we do these things, like we'll do these really intense cases and we'll like do the recording Mm -hmm. and we call it like a brain dump. And then a week later, people will be like, hey, so did you know about blah, blah, blah? And we're like, that sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, wait, you heard about (laughs) it on the podcast? And that's why. Okay. This makes sense. (laughs) With that, I'm going to hand it over to Tara to tell us our first Japanese ghost story of the day evening whatever time of whatever time you're listening to this yes but before that i do want to mention something new we have it's if you're in the main group on facebook you've already seen it if not you can go to there go to the link tree whatever we made a subgroup oh yeah (laughs) we have now the spookster shop So if you would like blind date books from Jessica, if you'd like tarot readings or relationship readings from me, or other fun little kind of boutique-ish style items right now in real time, I have a pre-order open for some spooky items. Super cute. But anyways, if you would like to check that out, head over there. I will be adding it to the link tree. I haven't done so yet because this is like really, really new. I think I made it like earlier this week. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Last week. Some things are running together. Something like that. So go hang out over there with us if you would like. We just kind of, we didn't want to start flooding the main group with our little side stuff we got going on. So yeah, the Spookster shop was born. But anyways, all right. So enough about that. So my first, I have two ghosts and they're very different. And I know I made Jessica excited. My first one is a turtle ghost. This ghost is called Supon no Yure. And basically, the supon is a real thing. It's a soft shell turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this ghost, though, is quite interesting. So it is supposed to be a spirit of these turtles, but it also is kind of a shapeshifter, in my opinion. You can argue with me if you want, but it does like change form and stuff. And it says that its habitat is where soft shell turtles are eaten. So, you know, restaurants, dining rooms, living rooms, wherever people eat them. And this entity's diet is listed as none, thrives solely on vengeance. So now this entity is viewed and kind of treated in two different ways. So one is as a serene god and a spirit animal. And then on the other hand, they are considered quite capable of bloody revenge. And the vengeful version of this entity is what is more popular, honestly. So like I said, they are these turtles, right? 
And supon is said to be a delicacy there. So this is like some like a kind of semi-common thing that people eat over there. So like it's not anything new or like rare. And these entities come to get revenge on the humans who eat them. <laughs> but it's 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 okay. The thing is though, it's like asterisk. It's not just like someone who partakes and eats this every once in a while. They're more about those greedy bitches that eat the turtles in excess. Oh, okay. So, okay. Again. You know. Yes. And so their entity, kind of how I was like bringing it up a little bit, they are described as giant ghosts with long legless bodies and prominent pointed lips, just like an actual turtle. <laughs> turtle, turtle. <laughs> I feel like we've had a different turtle or reptile entity. Well, definitely reptile because like we've had snake ladies and stuff before. Right. So in addition of just like, you know, popping up and killing people, whatever, they essentially are just like their earthly form. They have very strong bites and will not let you go. And the curses they put on people are extremely hard to break. So if you be eating this too much, you're just screwed. It sounds like. And other versions of stories involving these entities say that not only do they target people who eat them, but also those that catch and sell them as well, such as bar owners and restaurant owners who serve a large number of the soupon to their customers. Yeah. Oh, and then another fun thing, if they decide they don't want to do the like bite and curse thing. They can actually possess their victims and turn them into the resemblance of a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I also, for both of these, I grabbed like little stories that are told pretty frequently with them. That goes. One particularly tragic story tells of a man who is making, who made his living by catching and selling Supan. The deep and long-lasting grudge of all the dead Supan manifested as an entity over 30 meters tall, which haunted him night after night. On top of that, his own baby was born disfigured and resembled a soft-shelled turtle. <gasps> the child had lo hair longer than his body. He had webbed fingers and toes. His eyes were large, round, and sharp. His lips were long and pointed. Because of the shape of his mouth, he could not eat regular food, and his parents had to feed him worms. So that's one. And then the other one is a man who owned a turtle restaurant slaughtered hundreds of thousands of turtles to serve his customers. One night he was alone in the restaurant and felt darkness closing around him and a sense of being submerged underwater. In the dark, he reached out and felt several turtle shells. He called out desperately to his wife. She arrived just in time to scare away the hundreds of turtles that were swarming around him. This continued to happen night after night until the man had learned his lesson. He vowed that he would not take a life again, and the turtle ghosts never returned. Oh, dang. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's um, my turtle ghost for you guys. I'm going to hand it to Jess for her first one for the episode. Nice. My first one is Gyrio, or Gorio, which literally, apparently, can be translated to mean honorable spirit. And I was oh, like, oh, cool. Okay. Like, this is going to have, like, some sort of, like, happy thing. Like, it's some sort of, like, you know, Mother Teresa type person. No, there's a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, these are, these specific ghosts are the ghosts of, like, the upper elitist, like, aristocratic classes of mm, society mm -hmm. who suffered 
tormenting and agonizing and painful and just every other adjective you want to place in here for death. Like they just Mm -hmm. basically like were. So it was also known that these were the spirits of quote unquote powerful lords who had been wronged and were capable of catastrophic vengeance. I just want to say this. Like I love the Japanese ghost culture because there's so much vengeance in it. It's like, Everything is like, mm-hmm, you pissed us off. Like her, Tara's talking about her turtles who were pissed off. They're like, I'm gonna come back and turn <laughs> you into a turtle. This one is like, okay, well, I die. I was rich, but I also died like painfully. I'm gonna cause, I'm gonna cause havoc. Like literally, the ghosts from Japanese folklore, like all of them, all of the different like categories and stuff are so fun, like so scary and mm-hmm. so fun, right. all at the same time, like so fucking interesting. I love it. Well. To continue my vengeance thing, apparently these ghosts are like, that's their whole purpose, is they exist only to bring about revenge. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. They could be friends with my turtles. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm wondering, like, how much is, like, a crossover of, like, how many of these people are, like, victims of said ghosts? Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be crazy. (laughs) They were aristocratic and was like, I feel wrong. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So they just literally wreak havoc. They cause, like, utter mayhem and disasters and whatnot. Popular legend is that one was named Shinto Kami. And basically, it was said that it was an unfair murder of a government official by, like, a neighboring clan. They came over. And basically, this ghosty caused thunder and heavy rains that pummeled the city causing fires and floods. And apparently the neighboring like clan, there's the chief's son or like the emperor's son died shortly after all of this was happening. Oh. And so they were like, "Oh my god, this is because of that government official, but then all like, I don't know, there's just a lot of shit that happened. Like apparently there was some like back and forth on it and whatnot." So basically, these ghosts are just like dead rich people who are out here causing hmm. you know what i started thinking about when i was reading this <laughs> what like no disrespect at all these are the ghosts these are like karens of the ghost world <laughs> <laughs> they are entitled and they feel like they need to torment people to get justice oh lord but i'm like not wrong i don't know if i'm right but i'm also not wrong <laughs> No, you're not. (laughs) My coffee wasn't hot enough. Haunt this barista. Fuck you. Right? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the thunder and rainstorms are the ultimate, like, I need to speak to your manager. (laughs) Sorry, I did not mean to, like, I just think, like, it's kind of like the elitist thing, like, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really upset that my death is worse than everyone else's. And I was rich, so therefore I should be taken more. Like, people should care more. Yeah. It's like, nah, honey. It don't work that way. I care more about the turtles. <laughs> yes. I love them. All right, y'all. Okay, so here's my other one. So this is a female entity. Her name is Kuchisaki Ona, and that translates to slit-mouthed woman. <laughs> she's scary. No, she's scary. She got, like, the Joker thing, but oh. what's going on? <laughs> okay. I was like, what the fuck? No, no, no. Her habitat is dimly lit streets and alleyways. She does not have a particular diet. 
She does like hard candy, though, according to some websites. And, like <gasps> Random. I love hard candies. All right. So what this entity looks like. She is, like I said, a female entity who was mutilated. And she has came back to wreak vengeance on everybody. And she has the Glasgow smile from ear to ear. So she's very scary looking. When she's walking the streets, though, she typically has on a face covering, so like a mask. It was funny because like I was watching a video on her and they were talking about, you know, like the masks we've worn during COVID and stuff. Mm -hmm. But this was this video was like 2018, 2019 or something. So, you know, the person was like having to explain like, oh, you know, like overseas and in Japan and, you know, in Asian culture, like they do wear masks regularly, like blah, 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 you know, like that kind of thing. So people don't think anything of it. And I'm like, bro, we're all there now. Like, <laughs> I literally was thinking like, oh, my God, this ghostie is living her best life in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh, my God. So typically, yes, she has a, a mask on. Other websites have said she sometimes has like a fan or a handkerchief, something covering her face. OK, so here is our origin story. So this entity was originally a real human, was a beautiful woman who was like the most beautiful woman in her town. She was being courted by a ton of suitors. So she had her choice. Out of all of these suitors, she married a particular samurai. But she was very vain, very cocky. And one day her husband went off to war. And after a while, she decided that he had been gone too long and she should go do what live her best life and do what she wants to do and go entertain these other suitors because some of these men never gave up on trying to get her attention. And it wasn't just one person she decided to start like hooking up with and stuff. She was stepping out a lot. There was a bunch of men. She earned herself a little bit of a reputation. Mm. And she was said to always choose men who were rich, powerful, very strong, kind of had that higher status as far as like being other samurais and stuff too. Okay. As far as that goes, well, time came for Hubby to come home. And Hubby had heard while they were there, there was, like I said, she was getting a reputation. There was talk of a of an extremely beautiful woman who would only take the best of the best for her own. And apparently he got curious, so <gasps> he ain't innocent either. Oh, like he was like, ooh, I hear this. Mm. So he was stepping out to see who it he, was. He was, got it. He was, mm-hmm. we'll, get, we'll get there, we'll get there. Got it. So once he got back, he went out to celebrate and have drinks with his friends and his buddies and everything because he came home. It was like a welcome home thing, right? And his friend who told him about this beautiful woman, he was like, hey, brought it up again. He's like, she lives nearby. Let's go check it out. So they go. And at this point, the samurai and his buddy, like, they're super drunk, whatever. But he starts to be like, wait a minute. This area looks familiar. What the hell? And once they got to the front door, he's like, holy shit, this is my fucking house. And he like freaked out. And at first his friend thought he was freaking out because like he was going to back out of it and not do it. But he's like, no, bro, this is where I fucking live. Like, (laughs) that's my wife. (laughs) So when he entered the home, he found his wife in bed with the man right at that moment. (gasps) Scandal, scandal, scandal. Of course, he was super pissed. And 
He attacked her. He slit her mouth from ear to ear, giving her that Glasgow smile that she has. Oh, this is why I get it now. Yes. And after this, he said to her, who will think you're pretty now? And then she bled out and died. The fuck, sir? So, yeah. So that's why she has the appearance of she does. So now back to what she does in this afterlife, right? So while she's walking on the street, she will stop people and ask them if they think she's beautiful. She has that mask on or face covering. And after she asks, she pulls it off (gasps) to show them Mm -mm. her like scary, bloody face, Mm -hmm. right? So they can say yes or no, right? And so like if they say yes, she's like, do you still think I'm beautiful? After showing them. Got it. Now, here's what happens because people obviously are going to react differently depending on who the person is. So, if they answer no or scream in terror, she slashes them from ear to ear with a pair of scissors to match her wound on her face. And they bleed out and die. It's kind of like, yeah, you do. Because now you look like me. If the person lies and says yes, and she can tell like they're scared or whatever, she'll let them go. But she'll go show up at their house and stab them to death that night oh that's such triggery but if you remain calm cool and collective and say yes you know both times and don't like show any fear don't show anything just be like you know appeasing her she will let you go she'll give you a gift she'll give you a gift she'll give you a blood-stained ruby and you get to live and you never see her again oh this is like the ruby like your protective stone I guess. I don't know. There really was no explanation. Like, it was like some didn't even include that in the story, but others did. And I was like, it's cool. I'm going to say it. I like the ruby. It's a good touch. Right? Exactly. And then there is one other way. There is one other way. You can make sure you don't get murdered by her. And that's when she asks if she's beautiful the first time when she's covered. You just say, you know, when you're like, (laughs) I think about it like, Back in the day in the mall with those kiosks, people, and you're just like, nope, and you keep going. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't got time. See ya. (gasps) Like, if you do that, she will literally just apologize and let you go. Oh. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I I don't have time. Like, sorry. No, thank you. She'll just be like, oh, sorry. Okay, bye. And let you go. Got it. Interesting. Interesting, Right? (laughs) So, yeah, that's her. That's our slit-mouthed woman. (laughs) I like that one because it's creepy. But yeah. So I'll let you tell our last one. <laughs> okay. I mean, how can you top that one? But mine also is a woman. <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mine is Ayumba or Ayumbum. And basically, the story is that a woman was giving birth and she died when giving birth. Mm. So when this mm-hmm. ghost appears to people, and sometimes it says like she doesn't actually like she dies before she gives birth or after. But what she does is when she comes up to you, she's like a woman dressed in these like, I'll get to the what she's dressed in in a minute. She comes up to you and she's holding a baby and she hands you the baby and then she just fucking ghosts you, literally. She's like, peace. And you're left oh. holding a baby. And so the passerby that like now has this baby in their hand is like, where did this woman go? She vanished in front of my eyes looks down at the child and the child is either a giant rock or a bundle of leaves. 
Ooh, that's like one of the um we had like a sea one or a sea witch or something like that kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wears this special garb, which is the koshimaki. And basically, it's long pieces of cloth that are wrapped around her waist and serve basically as like undergarments. But I guess like during a period Mm. of time in their history, they became kind of popular to wear. So yeah, Mm -hmm. so she basically just literally gives you a baby and ghosts you. There is... Oh, okay. She's like, here's my baby. (laughs) And then you're like, cool, thanks, baby giver. And then you're like, oh, shit, the baby's not real. It like reminds me of like the like in old movies where they have like the woman who's like is having a psychotic break after giving birth and like they well actually I'm now thinking completely of a criminal minds episode where they're like thinking she's holding a baby and then she throws the ba- quote unquote baby into the fire but it really is a teddy bear. Mhm. Kind of like that concept. There's also a special like kind of like subsection of these called like oboes. I hope that's the right pronunciation. And basically the story goes that they get you get the baby, the woman goes away in peace, and then she, what she's asked you to do is, like, she asks you to, like, take her baby to, like, hug it. Like, please hug my mm-hmm. baby, and then she's like, bye. Mm-hmm. And then while, mm-hmm. like, the person who hugged the baby, the baby bites their throat. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Demon baby. <laughs> but... If you encounter this particular entity, you can kind of like mm-hmm. throw off, like if you throw like a piece of clothing at this entity, it will like mm-hmm. distract it. Mm. Like shiny thing. Yes. Then it it won't. But it's just, it's so interesting that there's like this part of it where it's like, cool, if, if I get, if I hug your baby, if I do the right thing and hug your baby, your baby will bite me. Rude baby. <laughs> It's kind of like in Twilight, didn't the baby bite Bella or bit somebody or something? Am I making stuff up? I can't remember. I haven't read the books in a while. Rigatoni. Maybe. Also, if you turn the baby around, the baby can't bite you. But I just think that's... When I read that, I was like... (laughs) That's common sense. That's just like how babies work. (laughs) Like, they can't bite your throat if they're not facing your throat. (laughs) (laughs) In some legends, in some areas, this entity will go and basically she goes out at night and looks for children who are drying their clothes on like a clothesline, I'm assuming. And Mm -hmm. she like coaxes them away, like, I'll be your mom. Come with me type shit. And then gives them poisonous milk. (gasps) Rude. I know. What a bitch. Don't haunt me, lady. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah. Wow child snatcher yeah so it's just like i found that i found that one really interesting because i was like oh my god right it's not even like like that part is the abducting part but like the bigger lore in this is that a woman gives you a baby and then leaves yeah i don't know it's like it it's like a common common theme with that but like most of it while you like like she steals babies most mm-hmm. entities that are out like with babies, they steal babies. Whereas this yeah. one is like, here, have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here, take it. It's your baby now. <laughs> Not my problem. Oh, wait, just kidding. It's a bundle of leaves. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah. Because there's that other one where I don't remember what it was called. The one, other one you told before where it was like 
it turned into a giant rock and they like people drowned or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that was like, oh, but that was like a turtle like one. See, the thing is like the Japanese. Oh, yes. It was like a mix. Yeah. It was like, the, it, was like it would mix. become like heavy like, like, a, like a rock and then like sink them. Mm-hmm. This is yeah, why the Japanese yeah. have the best ghost stories. And there's never Dude, a shortage yes. of them. Like, Tara and I have yet Mm-mm. to be like, oh, there's no more ghost stories. <laughs> oh, no, we ran out. No. I also think they put a lot more effort into their stories, like their ghost stories. Yes, I love it so much. Well, with that, we're going to end this episode. We hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. it, and we will see you next time. We'll be back on Thursday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.